back to Autopsy the Horror Movie. My name is Brucker, and today I am going to be doing a really fun sit-down, watch-along commentary track for Season 2, Episode 1 of The Creep Show, which is available on Shudder. This is kind of something I'm doing to kind of just test the waters with this, see if this is like a weekly thing people will be interested in, in doing. Thank you to those of you that voted on my Instagram poll, at Brucker Horror. Um, I'm doing this to see if you guys like this because it got 100% yes. And again, I'm testing the waters with this. So let me know how you like this. And if you liked it, I'll do more. If I don't get too much feedback on this, I might not follow this up. It doesn't mean I don't want to. It just means I just don't want to be doing it if nobody, you know, is enjoying it. Nobody's listening to it. So anyways, so before we get started, let me let you know that I am paused at time code 005. I am paused at five seconds into the episode. The only thing on the screen is the creeper's hand over some chest. And I'm going to kind of talk a little bit here for a minute or two. Then we'll get the show going. So you will get to hear kind of like, you know, my commentary over this. I'll try to crack some jokes, try to give you some like insight on the, you know, the things that I, that I like, my kind of like note taking process, and I'll give you my kind of like rating at the end and what all I liked, what all I didn't, what I thought would have improved it and kind of like an instant reaction. Um, I hope that you enjoy this and please let me know if you do like this. Again, if I get feedback on this and that people like it and want more, I'll do more. If I don't get anything, I may not do this again. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, I hope that you guys are settled in and, you know, got your snacks, got your drinks. I got my beer right here. I have a Samuel Adams Summer Ale, which is just that great time of year. Uh, not as good as their Oktoberfest, but hey... We're not all perfect. Still enjoy the summer ale. All right, yeah, you know what? I'm ready to get going. I've seen this episode already, and I'm I am interested to see what my thought, what my thoughts are going to be after seeing it for a second time. But again, I am paused at five seconds in, and I will begin my countdown now. Three, two, one, play. I always love these little intros that they do for creep show the creeper is very cool good practical effects i like it and the little laugh he does <sighs> i love this this whole episode is very fun because it's such a good callback to the you know, the universal classic monster movies it's i love it that this season starts off with that and we get to explore the creeper here over the opening credits is always fun good music and if y'all have ever I, I said this on a commentary track that i don't know if i will put on my buy me coffee or not but if you guys have dressed up as the creeper for halloween please let me know i think that he would be a really awesome Halloween costume. He's kind of basically the Grim Reaper, but he's a little bit cooler than that. And if you have pictures, please share. I think that would be really awesome. I do enjoy the comic book aesthetic. I do have... Uh, I'll, I'll save my thoughts on this. But anyways, I do love the comic book aesthetic of like the opening for this. How we pan over all the panels. It's very cool. 
and it looks great. I, I would buy these comics. <laughs> Model Kid. It kind of reminds me, I didn't have horror toys per se growing up, but I had those fun Bionicle those Bionicles, they were kind of like these Lego action figures. Let me know if y'all remember those, but those are always fun. That's what these like model things kind of remind me of. <laughs> I love the just repetition. Move arm, move arm, move head, move head, move arm, move arm, move head, move head. It's kind of funny. Guy looks just like Indiana Jones. I am so excited because I do remember really loving the creature designs on this. The mummy and the, the Gilman looked really good. I like that. It's a little bit different than just, you know, wrappings. Oh, we get to see his chest cavity some. Nice. This music's fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> This is good. I remember when I first watched this. If this is your first time watching, by the way, I'm sorry if I accidentally spoil some stuff. But I remember the first time I watched this, I was like, is this whole episode going to be in black and white? I'm not against it. The Gill Man. Really cool design. I mean, his whole head is basically just a piranha, but it looks great. I would watch a movie with, with these two. And the, th the awesome thing about these costumes, or like these creature designs, is that they do feel like that they would be from like the 30s or 40s. Like, I feel like that you could just sub, sub them into like Creature from the Black Lagoon, which is from 54, but it looks good. I love that effect. Dracula, yeah, he was kind of like the king of the monsters back in the day. I love this dude's bedroom. Look at that pumpkin. Pumpkin, all the posters. This is a good, good room. I have to say, I really do enjoy this kid's acting. He's got, like, a good voice. Very cute. Very cute uh, son and mother relationship. And she's, you know, supporting his, his hobbies and horror. I love it. Okay, guys, I have to admit, I was a dumbass the first time I watched this episode. I think this is Matt Dillon, I believe. And I thought, or is it David Dillon? I can't remember. One of the Dillon brothers. The first time I watched this, I was like, man, Ethan Hawke has gained a little bit of weight. I thought it was Ethan Hawke, and I was, I'm such a dumbass. And not that he's fat. I, I kind of just want to take that back a little bit. I just sounded so judgmental. 
I mean, isn't every actor in Hollywood is a stud? <laughs> I love that little look he just gave his mom. This kid is kind of like a little um, Randy from Scream, just knowing all of like the classic horror facts. So cool. <sighs> Fuck you, dude. Mm. Nope. Nope. Honestly, what is this woman doing with this Joe character? She's too good for him. And possibly too young? Possibly? Isn't it also kind of hilarious just to make somebody, like, like a man, seem like a bad person and just give them handlebars mustache? Please, if you know somebody that is a good person at heart and they have a handlebar mustache, let me know. Very cute relationship between these two. Is that Sean Connery? A picture of Sean Connery on his mirror? That was awesome. If so. Fucking Billy. It's always a Billy. Again, look at this kid's room. It's awesome. Hmm. You know, it's cool to be yourself and be, be expressive. It would be cool if you were able to find friends that were also into monsters. He should start a... That's what this kid should do. He should start a monster club at school. I guarantee he'd be a hit with some people. Uncle Kevin is the worst. I love that right above the right shoulder or left shoulder of the mom, you can still see the pumpkin. They, And then the left shoulder of the kid, you could kind of see what looks like maybe a skeleton thing that's out of focus. Good, like, depth. Depth here. We get to, like, see the room and everything's purposely placed. I always appreciate that. Kind of like how you can still see the mask right above his head. I'm telling you what, folks. This episode is just making me just like jones in to watch some of those Universal Classic Monster movies. Or at least like the Old Dark House or The Invisible Man, something like that. Mm. That's not good. Tell you what, though, she is rocking that headpiece. That thing that she's wearing on her head. I'm sorry, I can't think of what it's called, but she is rocking it. Oh, man. This is so sweet. 
This is what's good about this episode. I feel like a lot of episodes lack is heart. This has a lot of heart. An emotion. Keep that in mind. I feel like that this episode has a lot of emotion. While the others in this series eh, more or less lack it. Hey, I tell you what, there are some movies and some shows where it is kind of like stepping into a time machine. I definitely agree with her. If y'all have movies that are like that for you, just let me know. I'll be interested. Maybe I'll cover them. Oh, that was a cool shout out. That Scarecrow actually just rewatched that episode. Funny enough, that's from episode four of season one of Creepshow, The Scarecrow. The story's called The Companion. Oh, nice little meta toys. I'm not one for like action figures. Okay, when I was a kid, I was. I, I take that back. And I would, if I were a kid, I would definitely 100% want to play with all of this stuff. It's so cool. Hmm. Yeah, this is sad. This is where the show gets a little bit emotional. I always found it weird that this was his reaction, but maybe he was trying to take in the lesson that his mom gave him and just soak this memory in so that way he can quote time travel whenever he watches that movie that he was just watching. I will say that was too harsh of a hard cut, I will say, <laughs> from, from, from that to this funeral. A little too harsh for me, but oh well. And again, fun reminder, hey, this is a comic book, the little um, page turn swipe effect. The kid. What a dick. Just call him by his name. So what if he is? God. I will say, you know, he's... he. I mean, okay, that was a weird strut. He just did walking out of frame. Oh, man. But, I mean... They're doing a good job in making you hate this guy. And that's what you're supposed to do. I love that you can see a mask. Like, nobody, like, really blocks him. So, like, you can mask right there on, on his dresser. You see both of them. <laughs> well, I'll be dipped in shit. I want that comic book so bad. Mask right there. Mask right there above Billy, next to Billy, next to this Kevin dipshit, and above him. So many masks. 
this is just i guess that this movie i'm sorry this episode maybe there's like some like toxic masculinity in this you know there's the fear of losing others but there's also this fear of being humiliated for not being manly enough and that's definitely what kevin is about his uncle here fucking asshole Okay, that was a stupid acting choice there to do that little soft punch. Either go for it or don't. That was stupid. Again, we can see the face of the thing right above his shoulder. Sorry if that's getting annoying. I just think it's so cool to point out when, when you can see the design of the shot. Hey, that's a nickel board. I just... Nickel boards are fun. That's how I got around to uh, all my classes on campus while I was an undergrad. I really like this iteration of Frankenstein here. It's not green, it's blue. And no bolts on the neck. This is awesome. <laughs> it's kind of like the Iron Giant, but it's like a fleshy giant. And it was just, a, just in his imagination. Did they say what year that this was? <sighs> Shit. I guess the 80s. I don't know. Mm. And it's also about abuse. I guess, like, you know, they're both being abused differently. He's being abused mentally. She's being abused physically. This episode, I'm enjoying this actually a lot more than I was the first time I watched it. I will say that. Maybe it's the 70s. I don't know what year it is. If y'all know, please write in. I love the idea of a yellow phone for some reason. It really pops. If it was kind of like that white or whatever, it would not pop from his white shirt as much. Look, you see a little froggy next to his shoulder. Again, just being able to show faces. That was a kind of semi-okay reaction. You're burning the bowling shirt. And he still wears it. Ooh, shit. God, this acting isn't super great. Go get your toys, man. Fuck this guy. I mean, I I just don't want to, I mean, I mean, we talked about in our Tales Halloween episode, you know, 
people get their, you know, their power from their victims by abusing them and everything. This is just, it's just bad. This is sad. That would have been, actually, I take that back. I was going to say, maybe it would have been cool if we saw, like, the ghost of his mother turn that on, but, nah. I, I, I like that how it just started on its own. Can we see that mask right there? I guess if you want to, that'll be a fun drinking game for this episode. Drink every time you see a mask in the background. That's not um, abrupted. That's, oh shit. Okay, I did not catch this the first time I watched it. I must have been texting or something. That that was it. That's his. Is that his mom's? Yeah, that's got to be his mom's headstone. Yeah, looks just like it. Okay, this is exactly the direction I wanted this to go. This is fucking awesome. How did I forget this? This is what happens. We don't take notes, folks. That looks really... What a cool fucking effect. That was brilliant. Again, mask right there. This is... That was so good. That was so fucking good. That was maybe one of my favorite shots of this episode so far. Mmm. Ah, this is so cool. Uncle Kevin. Fuck you, Uncle Kevin. Kevin! Like from uh, Home Alone. <laughs> Kevin McAllister. Kevin! Trip that dude. Ugh. Hey, kid, here's a gun. Go shoot him. I'm just kidding. Male person out of nowhere. Man, I miss packages. Okay, I was never around for this, but I love the idea of a package just coming in as wrapped in brown paper and is like held together by string. Man, this episode's really good, isn't it? I'm, I'm digging this so much. This would be a really cool collector's item to find. I wonder if there's like a creep show store. Look, there's like a missing kid on the milk. I wonder if that's related to anything. Like other episodes. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. And he's wearing fucking wallabies. I haven't seen those in years. I wore wallabies when I was in the eighth grade. That was in 2008. If you wear wallabies, that's fine. I just haven't seen anybody wear those in, like, over ten years. So this is cool. So there's a lot of elements here. So 
we got all like the classic monster. We got ghost story, abusive person. Now we're getting like voodoo kind of witchcraft stuff. There's there's a lot of blending here of just like all sorts of different horror stuff. Again, we see the pumpkin face above her. Oh, double mask. Clown mask. Oh, man, there's so many masks. This, seriously, this would be an awesome drinking game. And I'm so jealous of this bedroom. Like, now, like, as a, like, 27, almost 28-year-old, I am jealous of this bedroom. That can't be good to breathe in those fumes, man. I'm trying to think of what I would have done with the victim voodoo. You know, if he wanted to, he could have. He could have just like made him like a supportive father and husband. <laughs> Good old-fashioned ass whooping. Fuck you, dude. Whoa, what's that? Again? <laughs> mm. Also, that's just like... Not, like, the correct reaction. Obviously, but, like, a bat? What a fucking dick. Oh. <sighs> I kind of don't like this effect here with, like, the the color and, like, the line, the, the strikey lines behind them. It, it throws me out of it so much. But anyways, I love... Gilman here picking him up and throwing him down the stairs. That is amazing. Oh. And this is cool because he's like wearing, the person on the TV is wearing like the same Dracula makeup that, um, that, that the kid was wearing at the beginning of the episode. I really wish that he just bit his head off here. That would have been amazing. That's kind of funny. Thank God they didn't give him red lips. This is such a cool costume. I would love to like have that as a Halloween costume. This is uh, okay. That that's amazing. Oh my god! <laughs> you get so much joy out of doing that. Tell your friends I'm sorry. See, like that, I don't care for. It throws me out of it so much. Oh, fuck. This is pretty violent.
Oof. I kind of wish we saw it. No, I definitely wish we saw it. Well, we get all the blood on the wall, so that's something. That's a cool effect. Greg Nicotero, genius. Why is she calm now? Calm. <laughs> this is very creepy. I feel like that this story would end with this kid going to some sort of like, I don't know, facility for the mentally insane or something. I don't know. Like, Barb is now scared of her nephew. <laughs> I apologize if you hear the train in the background. Oh damn. That's so cool. And I love how like they kind of like leave this lingering with showing that Billy the the skater boy douchebag bully is next cuz you see like the skater on the on the box. Very cool little nugget. I would love to have this comic book. So anyways, I'll I'll give my ratings at the end of it all. So just go ahead and move on to the next one, Public Television of the Dead. This is an extremely fun episode. This one is tonally very different. This one is horror comedy. It has some heart in it. I'll I'll give it that. We'll see how we feel after it. I'm trying to think if I watched any public access television. Hmm. My dad watched Bob Ross. I do know that. But did I watch anything? I don't think so. Was Reading Rainbow public access? I don't know. That monkey puppet thing is creepy. <laughs> Bookberry. That's a cute name. Bookberry. Channel 13, Pittsburgh. I love, like, the 70s aesthetic here. I mean, I think, like, the last story may maybe took place in the 70s as well. And I like that they're keeping it with the, with the back-to-back uh, stories, keeping them in the same, possibly same decade. Very cool. Mark Ashworth. I feel like I just watched a movie with him. I'm going to look right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, Mark Ashworth. He was in Black Panther. 
he's the guy in this that is like the Bob Ross like character. You'll see him if you haven't watched this episode yet. Miss Bookberry. <laughs> Damn, Miss Book Miss Bookberry needs a Snickers, it sounds like. Oh man. Piss stain of a station. That's a big insult. Fuck you. I just want to say the headset that this station manager has looks rad. This is also a time where you get to smoke indoors. Oh, so that's not a monkey, it's a bear. <gasps> that looks like the cabin from Cabin Woods, or more accurately, probably the Evil Dead. That's a fun nod, because this episode is kind of like a spoof on the Evil Dead. I did not catch that the first time I watched this. The love of painting. I love the name of that. It's so simple and genuine. And it tells you what it is. Oh, man. This dude. This is just like a great re reminder of how much of a legend and gem. Genu genuine gem that Bob Ross was. <laughs> I'm like smiling ear to ear right now just just watching this guy deliver these lines. It's so sweet. Look the look the the, the hand on the cheek. I'm sorry. I'm I'm geeking out probably too much over this. I wonder how many episodes or, you know, if any, that this guy watched of, of Bob Ross to kind of get this character down. Oh, no. <laughs> that was kind of a, may we still shoot this next one? That's, that's a sad question. I kind of love the backstory that we get here. That this dude was like a military badass. From Nam. That was kind of like a joke. My friends and I would tell each other all the time. This isn't Nam. There's rules here that Big Lebowski joke damn this is intense he probably painted with the blood of his victims and numb um... 
<laughs> Not gonna lie, this would a hundred percent be a show that my dad will be all about. He would love this shit. He would eat it right up. Raimi, Ted Raimi, like uh, Sam Raimi, Evil Dead. Ah, oh, I missed all this on the first time. Again, there's mask. There's, there's a Michael Myers mask on his left, on Ted Raimi's left. Okay, it's not in frame anymore. Holy shit. Okay, do you see it? On his left, there's a Michael Myers mask. Oh my god. Damn, this is like. I'm surprised how much I missed the first time I watched this. Cheesy, cheesy, cheesy. He's also in a suit. Okay, I know he's in a suit because he's on, you know, the show. But I, Sam Raimi also has a reputation for always wearing a suit on set. At least I've been told that. But <laughs> so cool. I just love that detail of the Michael Myers mask. That is just fantastic. Touche, Shutter. Touche. Dollars! <laughs> I loved his skepticism of that. You can read some I don't believe you. <laughs> I have to admit, I haven't seen The Evil Dead. I kind of just know a lot about horror movies that I haven't seen just because I don't know, I do a lot of reading on them or you come across interviews with people that were involved with them. So, like, I know what happens in The Evil Dead. I kind of just want to... Full disclosure, transparent transparency on that. I'm trying to think. This also kind of reminds me of Halloween 3. That looks so cool. I love it, because it looks just like Evil Dead. I've seen parts of the movie, but... Oh, this is awesome. That is scary. Like, that's a scary face. Oh, so to the point that I was making, this kind of reminds me of Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, where, you know, the kids, or uh, they do, like, that chant thing over the, 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 the televisions, and, like, the kids see it all across the world that wearing the mask. That's so cool. I'm like here like genuinely <laughs> impressed and appreciating this painting that he did. Looks so cool. Not so good. And sad. So sad. Again, okay, th there's heart in this because you feel for this character. He's a good guy. You just want him to keep painting for the world. Yeah, me too. 
This is... Oh. <laughs> I love how as he's trying to talk about how God has a plan, the devil walks in. It's great. Free soul? Oh, like a hippie? I don't know. Ruff. He's like, I've dealt, I've, <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've killed for less than now. Green blood, interesting. I wonder why they went with green blood. <laughs> Damn. I fucking love that. Hit him with the chair. What? Oh. I thought he was just like drinking paint. Like, that's his spinach. Like, he's Popeye. He draws his power from his, from his paint. Well, that was cool. Seeing Bob Ross breathe fire onto a demon. Save yourselves. I'm kind of laughing at that because I, I mean, I'm pretty sure those lights are heavy, but like he, he could probably could have gone himself up. <laughs> nice. Let's go. This bitch. Okay. Where's that? Okay. Let's go say, where's that green light coming from? Boozing on the job. Wonder that's scotch or whiskey. Gonna be honest, didn't take her as a scotch or whiskey person. I would have fully expected a margarita to be back there. So is this like her own inner like her own inner monologue? Like she's kind of like mentally damaged for from like the pressure of her parents, or is this like the the evil dead, the evil demon thing, kind of just going around fucking with people? If y'all have an interpretation or a reading on that, please please write in or DM me on Instagram. What the fuck is your problem? I'm sorry, folks. I, I, I will occasionally kind of make fun of them. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Magical library. Man, I wish we saw these people die. It's a goddamn massacre. Where's the Michael Myers mask? That's all I want to know. Is it safe?
I am enjoying this. It, it's a very different tone from the first story. Also, higher body count. <laughs> Sorry to be hear the sirens outside. Oh, cool move. That's always a good move to like come in hot on the uh, wheelie chair. It's always a good move. This is what I look like when I'm editing the podcast. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was neat. I liked that. And it's simple. Oh, she is it just me or does her face now kind of look like the bear? Like her little bear doll. <laughs> that cane looks awfully familiar from the first season. That companion story I was saying earlier with the scarecrow. Sorry, I keep yawning. It's the end of the dub work day for me. I am pretty tired. But this, I right now, I'm getting some vibes from a really weird movie. I'm getting some vibes from the the, the Godzilla movie with Matthew Broderick. Specifically where, in the point of the movie when they're in Madison Square Garden. And they're kind of like trying to get a broadcast out to the news to let people know that there's a bunch of baby Godzillas in Madison Square Garden. I don't know why I'm getting those vibes right here, which I probably shouldn't be, but I'm weird. My brain works differently. <laughs> Ratchet incantations. I just fucking butchered that word. You know what? I bet you this guy doesn't worry about his receding hairline. Because he's still a very hairy person. Random thought I just had. <laughs> Where's that purple light coming from that's behind them? Come on, George. George even put his hands on his ears. That's so funny. This is fun. Great thinking, George. I love George. Mrs. Bookberry's Magical Library. Check out the Book of the Dead. Can't they shut it off from right there? Like, is that the control room? Or is it like, there's different control rooms for different, like, studios or sets, I mean. 
Oh, I'm so fine. I love this. We're about to have the Avengers assemble. <gasps> this little carpet, circular carpet, reminds me. What was that kid's show? It was like something in the big red couch or something like that. Ah, I wish I could remember. We do, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. We're gonna beat the devil out of you. That's a cool catchphrase, not gonna lie. I fucking love it. Pew, 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 pew. I wish that they looked like they're coming faster outside of the um, the little mower thing. This is still good. Yeah, that was too easy. There's no way. I really want to see her use that big-ass sword. Stab it. <laughs> Hard cut. <laughs> Oh, that was like a line that they would give Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm cutting your budget. This is hilarious. <laughs> this shot of the little bear. Oh my god, that's that's too much for me. That's so fucking funny. Get the goddamn puppet! Look at his little arms! Oh my god. It honestly looks like a, a, a toy that my dog plays with. <laughs> That's so, so funny. Go ahead, do something. Shut this down. <laughs> Good luck explaining this to the police. Well, I guess it's actually easy because it was all filmed and broadcasted all over Pittsburgh. So, never mind. <laughs> Now take that key and throw it off a cliff. Weeks later. And then you're just going to beat the devil out of it. Would, would these people like still have a job? 
Like, seriously. <laughs> Mrs. Bookberry was decapitated on live TV. Yeah. These people are gullible. I just love it. They're so, I, I didn't mean gullible. I meant um, just very cute. Should that be my catchphrase? Getting off. Happy painting and God bless. Fine, fine, fine. That that one's like a very sillier episode. And it's fine. I mean, I guess it's still kind of about abuse. Because Miss Bookberry, she was abused by... Or it seems like that she was abused by her, her parents. And that kind of like led to whatever... Um, mental illness that she had well that was fun um i'm going to go ahead and pause the the show on my end but that was fun i gotta say i enjoyed this a lot more the second time around um the, the first time i saw it i still liked it but i wasn't like blown away or anything and i noticed so many more details i think the most fun like little detail that I noticed was the Michael Myers mask. That was super cool. And also catching that the guy's last name is Raimi. Awesome nod. Uh, out of these two, I think my favorite is the the first one is the first one model kid. That 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 was that was a good story. There was just that one just had so much going for it. The effects were awesome. The story had a lot of heart. Messaging was pretty good about abuse. And, you know, sticking to your guns with, you know, what you like. It's okay to be yourself. The fear of losing loved ones. Um, and I loved the little thing about his mom. He, like, he sees, the, he watches the movie and he sees his mom's zombie rise out of the grave. That was really awesome. And I somehow missed that the first time I watched this. I must have been texting or something. And then that super sweet effect of her, like, uh, reaching across the screen kind of like in that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie Last Action Hero and just like giving him the comic book and the comic book goes from like 2D to like 3D and now it's in color that was fantastic loved that and again the messaging was great I loved that kid's bedroom I fucking love it I really suggest everybody to go back and watch this again and play with drinking rules and play with friends and you have to spot Excuse me, I was burping. And you have to spot mask in the background. And if you do that, then the whole room has to drink. Um, yeah, that was really good. And then the other one, uh, I think it was Public Access Radio of the Dead. Let me see real quick. I'm going to... Uh, public public Television of the Dead. Th that was good. It was funny. I mean, I love the Bob Ross character. And uh what was it called the joy of painting super sweet this one was just more fun and i did like the supporting cast a lot more in this i will say that is a big plus to this over the first one way more of a supporting cast that was enjoyable good acting the acting was a lot better in this one i have to say yeah but uh, overall i was entertained more by the first one but oh well both still are really good and that kid actor i i wouldn't be surprised if we see him in more stuff he i actually thought he did really well in that first one all right, guys. Well, that that's it from me. Thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you again for voting on my Instagram poll to decide whether or not I try this out. If you liked it, please reach out so that way I know to do this again. If I don't get much feedback from this, I don't know if I will do this again. 
And again, it's, these are actually really easy for me to do, but I just don't want to be pumping these out if people aren't enjoying them. So let me know if you enjoyed it, and I'll be happy to do this again next week. Until then, please share this show with your friends, check out my Buy Me a Coffee page, and please consider donating to Spirit of Children. Thanks, guys. Watch some good movies, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.